Welcome to YouTube Live, everybody. We are we messed up our opening because we had to restart our computers because our connection was bad. But now it's good because I just I'm looking right here. It's perfectly green. So for whatever reason, just wasn't really working out too well the first time. So but we are up and running right now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to YouTube Live with us. We are Will TLD and Vacation Tim. We are the Think Different Podcast. We are former Apple employees, and we decided to start up a podcast a little over six months ago, and we are now at the 41 episode of our podcast version and our second episode here on YouTube. Uh, Tim, welcome to the show, Tim. Hello. I'm glad to be here. Finally. I apologize about my technical difficulties. I have a four, for the, those who aren't listening to the show, first time listeners, uh, I have a four gigabyte RAM MacBook Air 2012. Um, so it's very old um, and it's still kicking, but uh, I haven't updated my computer yet. So it takes a while for it to boot up. Well, it shouldn't because it should only take like 10 seconds because there's a MacBook Air with, with with a solid state drive. Come on. Give me a break. It takes forever. You should have that ready to go. <laughs> it takes forever. All right, Tim. Well, welcome to this episode. We're going to only deal with one article today. And then, of course, we have the big thing. We're going to have a five-year anniversary special of the Apple Watch. In fact, as just as we started, the old Apple Watch is officially up and running. Good timing on that, Mr. Apple Watch. And uh, we are going to go through the history of the Apple Watch from the Series 0, which it ended up be calling, to the Series 5 that's out now and how it has changed the entire world of everything. But before we get started, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. See, they're right down there. That's right, right there. So you can take a look at No, Tim, they're not directly below you. You have actually have the podcast version. My stuff's over oh, here. Oh, sorry, sorry. So it's... It's Facebook, YouTube, and our Twitter, as well as Instagram. Facebook, it's Think Different Podcast. And Twitter, it's at ThinkDiffPod. And check us out on the Instagram at Think Different Podcast. Tim, we have, you have to tell us, how was your week? You must have bought something this week that you needed. <laughs> this week's kind of fun. Um, so, uh, as we know, the NFL draft was last week. Um, so I was oh, that, intently that, watching my so fun. my Houston Texans have a great draft. Um, in, in the midst of the draft, I actually bought a full-size Houston Texans helmet, replica helmet. Um, I bought it off eBay. Um, so I'm very excited. It's going to be arriving. I need to know how much you paid for it. I On eBay, it expired at 8, 12 a.m. in the morning. So I guess not a lot of people were up to bid on it. So I only got it for $57, which is a steal. And where? Wait, I thought you got a Texans, not a Steelers. <laughs> no, it was a steal of a buy. Um, so I'm very, oh. I'm very excited. Uh, I know we're recording this live on Wednesday night. Uh, it's supposed to be arriving tomorrow, as in Thursday. Um, so I'll probably have it by the weekend. Uh, maybe I'll post a picture on our social media of me in the helmet because I'm very excited for it. Uh, but in fact, maybe you should wear it every ep the next episode. You should just wear it the whole time. I should. Uh, so it's going to be a new decor piece in my basement, um, especially when football season comes around. I'll probably be wearing it every every Sunday. So I'm excited. You mean, so you're excited for the XFL to come back? It's not coming back, dude. Oh, not that football. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're talking about the NFL. I apologize. I'm excited for Wasn't sports thinking. to come back, man. I just want the back. Yeah. yeah. By the way, the Yankees <laughs> owe me a lot of money right now, and I, Yankees, I want my money back. Yeah, what happened with that? What's the plan with that? So what, what's the ruling about season ticket holders or like partial season ticket yeah, holders? Yeah, definitely. So uh, the MLB announced yesterday that each ball club will be communicating by the end of this week um, 
for p possible potential refunds, or they'll just um, grandfather it into next year, and you'll get the uh, the games without paying for next year. Um, but we'll see. I'm probably going to ask for a full refund uh, just because there's a lot of uncertainty going on right now, um, and I just want to secure my investments because uh, Yankee tickets aren't yep. cheap. Um, so I, I just want to be able to have my money back. So I'm looking out for that that communication. Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, you you have to take it back. I have tickets for, to a wrestling show. I never picked up yet. They were rescheduled it for like September. And for right now, I kept on to it. Uh, right now, I'm just going with the flow. It's not that much money. You know, you're you're probably uh, who knows how much you have. Yeah, uh, yeah. Invested I'd in rather that. not say. <laughs> Uh, so, let's get started with our big story this week. We're going to talk first about the iPhone 12, and uh, of course, a lot of delays going on with that. That's one of our that's our main story. And then we're going to talk about the Apple Watch, and we're going to go through the history of it because just earlier this week, the Apple Watch was officially launched in every retail store at Apple.com, and officially got to everyone's hands on uh, a couple days ago. So we wanted to give you a five-year review from where we came from the first Apple Watch, which I still own. And the, I have a fourth generation. I believe you have a fourth generation. I do as well. Yep. Yep. So we're going to discuss the differences, what Apple was first talking about with the Apple Watch, and then what it ended up really becoming. So it is time, Tim, for Tim's favorite segment. He's barely ready for it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the news. The news. Now you're ready. All right. iPhone 12 models on track to launch this year, uh, but mass production has pushed back a month. Um, so Apple has been kind of clear on the forefront that they don't plan to delay any of their production. However, it has now been delayed. Uh, so Apple plans to launch its iPhone 12 lineup later this year, but the mass production of these devices will be delayed by around a month due to the global health crisis that we're currently in. Apple also slash uh, pans excuse me, plans to slash the number of iPhones that they plan to make in the second half of this year by as much as 20%. That's got a huge loss for Apple in both inventory costs and in uh, sales costs. Um, but the highly anticipated iPhone 12 is still set to be released in early September. Um, with that one month delay, it could lead to a significant impact in you getting that iPhone 12 upon launch date. Um, so there is a rumor going around right now that although they may be releasing four different iPhone models, you may not be able to get them all on launch day. Uh, there may be one or two that are not going to be ready on launch day, uh, probably due to this crisis um, and the slowdown in productions. Um, but it's rumored to be four 5G-enabled iPhones, um, including a 5.7-inch model, two 6.1-inch models, and a brand new 6.7-inch model, um, which all are going to include a series of OLED displays, um, a flatter edge like the iPad Pro with a much smaller notch. Um, and yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll see other features uh, that will surprise us. Maybe they're going more towards what the iPad Pro looks like now uh, with the LiDAR sensor and everything. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but Will, what do you think? I'm not surprised they're going to delay this. I, I'm thinking more maybe Christmas time. They're going to probably give us this. I think they'll give us iOS 14. Sure. That I do expect to see at our normal time. I don't think there's any reason they're delaying that. Uh, but as far as, you know, the normal September launch date for our products, and this I would assume for the Apple Watch as well, because I think the Apple Watch is going to be affected by this 
Uh, with it, because we have seen now in the past, since the, I believe the Series 2, we have announced an Apple Watch with the phone on the same day. Yeah. So, right now, the question mark is not only is iPhone 12 delayed, but it's also the Apple Watch going to be delayed. I think everything's going to be kind of weirded out, where the last three, four years were used to a certain way, and it won't be that way this time. Uh, you know, so that, that's what I look at it as. I mean, right now, my goal is to not buy an iPhone 12. I spent too much money on this <laughs> iPhone 11 Pro for the cameras that it, and the features that it has, which I barely have to use yet. I only got to use it for two weddings and I want, and sure, because right? everything else yeah. got delayed. So, you know, right now my goal is I'm not going to buy an iPhone 12 at all because the trading values have, have severely diminished uh, back than it is back in the day and it's not worth it anymore for me. It's worth it keeping on it for two years and I have Apple Care. So why would I do that? Sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, iPhone 12 means nothing to me. Yeah, I, I do want to up, update to the iPhone 12. Um, again, it just matters on price and different deals that are going on around the time that's released. Um, and if the feature sets are there, that you know is enough of a big differentiator from my current iPhone 10 um, to jump up to this iPhone 12, then I'll definitely take advantage of it. Um, but as of right now, I'm very happy with my iPhone 10. Oh, well, I'm so happy for you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's the biggest thing that we want to talk about because we have to share some COVID news. You know, the reality is we're still stuck in this uh, COVID world and uh, it's changed everything, you know. But it sounds like uh, from the iPhone SE, just to kind of dip from that now that everyone has gotten the SE in their hands, people seem to be pretty happy with it. Yeah, I've heard the same. Yeah, you know, they could definitely. You could definitely tell the difference between the cameras, that's for sure. Like, for a perfect example, I think MacRumors has a good video out there comparing the camera videos, and they show how, if you're focusing on a... They showed a watermelon. The background of the sun is completely white. It's, like, super white because it can't understand the difference. But when you look at an iPhone 11 Pro camera, it you know, you're able to see your, the outside plus the watermelon without a problem, you know? Yeah. So you could definitely see the difference. Cool. That's awesome. All right. So what we wanted to do is something a little cool that we haven't done yet. We are going to actually show you clips from the original Apple Watch launch. So now, a special note for those who have not heard our podcast in the past, I was in California at the time when they announced the Apple Watch. I was at Genius Training. Oh, cool. At the time. So, and I we I knew I was going out there the same time, and it was October they did the announcement because I went out from October 1st to 31st. I remember that very well. And, you know, we all kind of knew this was the, the thing that was going to happen. So it was kind of cool watching it on campus. We, t we all took a break like everybody else does, and we watched it in front of the huge genius bar that was at the campus site that they have uh, with everybody there that was training. And that's what we watched. And we were, you know, it's exciting to watch the Apple Watch. So we want to show you two things. Uh, we want to show you... The, the, the teaser trailer that came out when they always first announced a brand new product. But we're also going to show you some of the Johnny I video. Now, he had like a 10-minute video describing like every little feature they yeah, did. Yeah, it was awesome. We're not going to go into, we're not going to go into all that. I cut it down. That way, it's just about five minutes long. But we're, we're going to talk over it as we're showing the video. So, let's go ahead and let's take a look at the tease of the Apple Watch. Ooh, the world opening. The earth. <laughs> mm. Now, if you remember, like, it had, like, the earth. It's, like, a curve. You yeah, know, and, then it, and then it slowly transitioned into the, the watch phase. Yep, here it is. 
There's the crown. You got a, you got a, a reminder for those that were watching the keynote live, like I was uh, when I was a wee little boy five years ago. Um, yeah. They were about to cut off the keynote, and you then Tim drink Cook yet. came on the stage and was like, "One more thing!" And the entire crowd erupted because everyone knew what this was coming, and it was the last thing they talked about. Yeah, everyone knew about it. And they showed this teaser video that we're showing now, and it was awesome. Like even like showing like the clip, uh, the bands, the magnetic loop. That was so cool. The magnetic loop was that's a big thing we're talking the about. The Melanese loop, yeah. Oh yeah. It was so cool. Yep, the car, like the stainless steel. I wanted that for a long time. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna talk about it. But remember, the, the reminder is it was really just originally just called the Apple Watch. And they had three yep. different series. Uh, they had the. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Apple Watch Sport, Apple Watch Edition. Apple Watch? No, just Apple Watch, and then Apple Watch Edition. Well, no, I thought there was Apple Watch Sport, which came with the. Yeah, sport. It's it's watch sport. It's in the video. Edition, yeah. There's a sport. Yeah. All right, here come all the watches floating to us. <laughs> Very cool. And then all the watches with like the Mickey face now, like all the different band types. Very cool. Here comes the glow back up. It's California Apple Watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now we're here. We have the you know, best voice in the world. Apple from the beginning. Are you talking about my voice? Compulsion to take Johnny Ive. Oh, oh yeah. Johnny's talking. Close second. And make it accessible, relevant, and ultimately personal. We've designed a range of products so personal. You don't put them on your desk or in your pocket. You wear them you wear on them. your wrist. <laughs> on your wrist. <laughs> Johnny Ive has the perfect like voiceover voice. He really does. Singular product. You know, you can't determine a boundary between the physical object. Like the way he explains something, just like, like you want to like do him. Like that's a <laughs> and then activates the display. So you talk about the display right now with all the icons on the screen and how it's like familiar. it's new but it's familiar. The crown. The digital crown. The crown was cool. That, that, that I will say, I still like the it idea of the crown. Zooms into apps. How it it enables nimble, precise adjustment. Apps are designed for lightweight interaction. Ah, uh, here's the best part. They're, they thought it was gonna be big. All these emojis and smart replies and, and smart replies. Let you respond. Remember that? Yeah, to those, yeah, those were cool. They thought that was gonna be huge, but it didn't. Well, we're gonna talk about that. Like glances, which end up becoming and what we now touch, know. We now we press with the uh, new way for you to connect intimately with others. digital touch. You can get no one used it. Yeah, no one used it. Touch. Now it's now. You can send. A, Do you want me to send your, my heart rate to you? <laughs> yes, you please. You can even share something as personal as your own heartbeat. The back crystal also houses the crystal on the back they're talking about right now, and that's the magnetic touch. Now that was probably one of the coolest things. Charging. Yeah, that, that so how they able to charge it, and, and it still is. And I don't think they're going to change from that design. Why would they? Yeah. And then they're talking about the bands. Six different straps. Six different straps of bands, and it's amazing how it slides out, slides back in. With amazing. And how it locks in. Really, really cool the stuff. The design of it was just From different unbelievable. Pieces and straps. We've actually created mm -hmm. three. Now there's up with the three watches: the Apple Watch, Apple Sport, and Apple Watch Edition. 
and we'll talk about them. But here we Creating are. The overall beautiful objects here Johnny that are as simple and pure as they are functional. Well, that's always been our goal at Apple. We designed Apple Watch as a whole range of products, enabling millions of unique designs, unparalleled personalization, both in appearance and capability. I think we're now at a compelling beginning, actually designing technology to be worn, to be truly personal. So originally April 24, 2015 is when the actual launch of the Apple Watch was. It was October of 2014 because remember I got married in 2014. That's why I remember that so well. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so it came out on that day and it's now the most wearable selling device at 4.2 million sold in the second quarter of 2015. Of course, that is now the last time they have revealed actual numbers. But based on uh, shipping shipping information it is definitely the first one so let's talk about the first one a little bit now i actually have the first apple watch which is series zero by the way let's get that yes. right it's series, series zero, zero. I'm using uh because that, that and it ended up becoming that because of what ended up happening so you know let's talk about a little bit about it so what things did you like about it tim that you liked about the the apple watch did you buy the first generation uh i did not i bought the series one um but from, you know, the similar uh, things to the Series 1 from the Series 0, uh, I loved, it. this was an OS thing, but I loved that little uh, friend group thing you can have. I forget what it was called, but you can click the, the side wake, the wake button, and then you can click that and it'll automatically go to your, like, quick friends list, where you can call them, text them right from that list very easily. Um, I liked that. They got rid of that. Um, because you used to keep all your friends that had Apple Watches in it because that was the easiest way to communicate back and forth with them because you could send those, like, gesture touches. You can send your heartbeat. You can, you know, send drawings of inappropriate things. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. Penises. Yeah, exactly. I just didn't want to say <laughs> <laughs> um, So that that was a cool yeah, feature penises. in the OS that originally came out. I, I And I thought that would be taken off a little bit better than I thought it would, but it didn't, you know. I, you know, and not to mention it was it was limited. You know, who could you do that with? Right, right. That's kind of the problem. You know, so uh, what? Another thing that I thought was interesting was that they were so big, and this is going to come from an Apple Store side. They were so big on the jewelry part. Yes. So yeah. if you remember, so let's talk a little bit about how Apple was presenting it to us when we were doing it. So we did like a training on how we would take, like, so I'm going to actually show you how we turn someone's wrist. They don't touch the watch. We wrap it on them and put it on for Yeah, them. yeah. So we did all of this for them because they felt that this device, the way it was, was supposed to be such a jewelry product that we were going through training on how to put on a watch on somebody. And we all took that training. Even anybody that was in the back took the training. Yeah. It was one of the weirdest things ever. It always made me uncomfortable. It, it did, right? Yeah. Because, I, and I remember we all, even as a genius, I had to learn it. And I was like, what is this? Like, this is so weird. Like, no one's ever going to, like, we're not, we're not in a jewelry store. Yeah. You know, we're, we're in a freaking Apple store. Do you think they really care about how we put it on the wrist? You know, it was, one, and this is, again, this is the Angela era. 
you know, and it came from her, which of course, because she's where she came from. But man, it was like that did not last long. There was the kind of thrown at home message saying that the, uh, the, the customer should never actually physically put the watch on themselves. Um, so there was that kind of idea of it. Um, but other than that, um, I just, I just never liked it. Um, and now, nowadays you can walk in an Apple store and you can just try them on yourself. It's kind of crazy. And there's just a person mm-hmm. hovering the, hovering around the, the table. Um, which yeah. I also still don't like that, but there was just really no other way. I just remember initially. So this is kind of funny that we're talking about this tonight. Cause the Apple watch is the reason why I was interested in joining Apple. Um, so my brother at the time when the original Apple watch came out, uh, at the time you had, had to actually schedule a block of time in the store to yes. actually see the device. I that. Yes. And then you would place the order either in the store or you would mm-hmm. be directed to place it online. Um, so my brother made an appointment and, uh, for the Quaker Bridge Apple store that, that Will and I worked at. It was at. a watch try-on. Yeah, it was a mm-hmm. watch try-on appointment. And I, I was like, I went with him cause I was like, all right, it's the Apple store going to the mall, whatever. I was, a, I was a, you know, a teenager in a way. Um, and the gentleman that helped us, I was in between jobs at that time and I was looking for a new job. And a gentleman that helped us was like, well, why don't you just apply here? And I was like, no way, I could never work at Apple. I'm not smart enough. I don't know anything about technology, blah, 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 blah. He's like, no, dude, he's like, this is awesome. Like, t- tell me different benefits of it, whole nine yards. Um, like, I should really, you should really apply. Like, just, just, what, just apply. He said, what, what do you have to lose? Just apply. And I was like, okay, fine. I applied like at midnight that night. And then lo and behold, about three months later, I get a call. They called me in. I went in for an interview and I eventually got the job. Um, so if I never went to that Apple Watch try-on appointment, I would have never had my experience and lovely three years at Apple. So uh, thanks. Um, I, I remember who helped me in the store. I'm not going to say his name uh, just because we didn't get permission to say his name. But uh, he was awesome. He was, a, he was a very good dear friend of mine um, when we I went and I eventually joined the team. Um, so thank you. It was awesome. So Apple Watch really brought me, brought me, and started my Apple journey. That's a great story. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even know that. That was the inspiration. Did he, which watch did he buy anyway? My brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, he bought the Apple Watch Sport with the white band. Now, did he already buy it ahead of time before the try on, or did he go to the try on then he buy? W- it? He went to the try on and then bought it on the, at the store. How do you know about that? How do you know about the try on? That was the only way you could. Because you couldn't buy it online at that point. You could only go in and oh. try it on and then make the purchase in a store. Interesting. Okay. See, I forgot that. Yeah. Uh, that that was true. Yeah, you did have to do that. And we and it was a very limited supply. Uh, well, let's talk about like the supply of it. So the we had the Apple Watch and we had the Apple Sport at the time. So the Apple, the Apple Sport was the cheaper one, but they would always say Apple Watch first, which was the stainless steel. And then, of course... Yeah. The unbelievable, uh, the the stupid gold one. It was seventeen thousand uh, dollars. <laughs> that was over ten thousand dollars to get because it was made of real gold. It, and again, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is Angela's. I don't know if Angela has something to do with the the style of the watch. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they got her input, but that she said, "Oh, you need to get make ten thousand dollar gold watches." Like, like, really? Yeah. You know, and, and that's what that's what made it so weird about that now i wanted to show that the difference between a series zero and i have a four so tim gave me a couple of tasks to do 
uh, that I'm going to perform on both watches at the same time. So we're going to do the weather app on here, and I'm going to do it on here. I'm going to say, what's the weather? Here's the forecast. Got it right here already. So that is my Series 4 right here. I'm still waiting for my Series 0. <laughs> Got it. I remember there was no response when Siri didn't respond to it, by the way. And that's because of the software. So you see the difference? Yeah, it's crazy. That's a pretty big difference of time. Uh, I'm going to do a text message. So I'll say, text Tim Santoro, how are you? I'll send this. So even though I did this beforehand, this sent out just a millisecond before yours went out. Oh, wow. That's surprising, so, actually. Yeah, so that was not too bad, sending a text message. Uh, and now remember, this is and I'm using Wi-Fi models. I'm not. I have no cellular. And then we're gonna do the heart rate. So let's go to the heart rate app. I'll run the heart rate. And just a reminder, the Apple Watch Series Four has a built-in EKG um, inside of the watch. Um, so that's one of the major differences between the Series Zero and the Series Four. Um, the technology built into it. Now I think the heart rate's gonna be fine. Because that's a built-in, it's based on the sensor. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, so I, that really wasn't too bad. Uh, we'll do maps. I make maps. Yeah, maps. One. There you go. Now, now on this on this Apple Watch, I have the the, the circles now on my the honeycomb. I do the li the honeycomb. I do the list. Yeah, the list is the best. So, the list really is. If you don't know how to do that, all you have to do is when you're inside the app bubble view. Press down hard for the haptic touch, and you will see the option for the list. Yep. That, that to me, is one of the best uh, features on there. All right, so I'm going to go to Maps on both. All right, let's start here. We'll start with Series 0, and then go here. And then Location, Location. All right, found me here already. Still waiting on my Series 0. Still waiting. See, there's, there's a major difference. Still waiting. Still waiting. Okay, now the map finally showed up, but we're still not... Zooming into my location yet? In fact, it didn't even zoom in. It's looking at North America. It's not even like it's still. It's a little weird. It's still looking at North America. Like it hasn't actually like zoomed into my spot. You're cool with two watches it's, on. Yeah, I look so cool, man. I'm so awesome. <laughs> bling bling. But it's not even. Yeah, this is taking a long time. Like to get it exactly the way I have it on here, where it has my exact location on the watch right now. Whew. I think that's a proof enough. <laughs> that's yeah. a proof. Now, what happened was, remember, they decided that they were going to release a Series 2, which had the water resistance built in it. And that's when they came out with the cool feature with the, the water in the microphone. Yep. Where they're able to, to knock it out, which is really cool. And then they also came out with Series 1 at the same time. Now, that's when they decided to change how this was being made. So, the Apple Watch Series 2 sold in the aluminum, the stainless steel, and then it came out... I think it didn't have like the addition, right? If I'm correct, uh, I believe it had the ceramic. I think that was in the third edition. That was third though, edition. Uh, yeah, then they may not have not had the addition in that uh, model. But uh, the major differences between Series One and Series Two. Uh, series Two had the built-in GPS, uh, which was huge for those uh, kind of activity runners um, out there that needed built-in GPS, any of those hikers, um, anyone who's really going out and doing outdoorsy activities. Uh, if you're using it for maybe city walking um, and you don't want to have your phone out, you can you could have used that built-in GPS on your watch. Um, so that was a major difference between a Series 1 and Series 2, other than the cost. Um, but other than that, they still had the digital crown, the multi-touch, the force touch, the digital touch, and that side button. Um, again, 
It still had the same sizes. We didn't see a new size um, until the Series uh, 4. Um, so we've still seen the traditional 38 millimeter and 42 millimeter screen size um, uh, have in the Series 1 and Series 2. Series 0 got discontinued right, pretty quickly. Like that was one of the quickest, like I think eight months they came out with a new version or maybe like a year and a half. I forget how long. It didn't take that long where they got rid of the uh, first version. Because here's to be honest, folks, Series 0 was not ready for Apple Watch. No. It just wasn't. Yeah. Look how long it took just to do a map. You know, and weather, it, it just, they, they had the concept there. And remember, we had a deal. I know you weren't there at the time. Do you know how much we got off of these Apple Watches at the time? I think you, you got like half off, didn't you? Got half yeah. off. Yes, sir. So I got half off my watch. And that was the incentive to get one. So for my 30th birthday, my parents bought me the stainless steel with the Milanese loop. Now, the Milanese loop was so cool. I thought that that metallic loop that lapped around attached right away that was one of the coolest things and so the bands themselves i thought were really great i think it, i never heard anybody really say they fell off them uh the stainless steel chain link that you don't have to use a tool yeah, yeah, to yeah. pop the links out yeah. and it's all magnetic that was so like i've been a watch i'm a watch guy i wear a lot of watches and that's a simple thing that i can't believe not many watchmakers do I know it's probably cheaper. I think that's why, but I mean, right. to take the rod out. But but still, like the simple thing of just pressing a button and to taking it off. Really, really cool. I love that. And then uh, 2017 is when the Apple Watch Series 3 came out. Um, so the large difference between from the jump from the Series 2 to Series 3 is now a cellular option. Um, so for the first time, the watch itself could connect to its own mobile internet further eliminating the need to pair the device with your iPhone. Um, so if you did pay for the cellular model, which was always more expensive, along with paying for a cellular contract now with your cellular company that you use, um, you're allowed to use the watch as a standalone device. So you can use it to make phone calls in the middle of the ocean. You can use it to, you know, if you're on a marathon run, and you need to answer a phone call or change a song on your Apple, on your Apple, in your Apple music. Uh, this allows you to do so with cellular, um, which is awesome. Now, remember the big? I remember the big story that we found out when this first launched. The cellular wasn't working that well when it first got launched in Series Three. There were a lot of complaints about the cellular activity not working right, and Apple did admit that they had to come out with a software update to fix that. So people who had the cellular model couldn't use the cellular model on its own as a standalone the first, uh, like the first few weeks or months. So that was pretty bad. Yeah, I'd be that pissed. happened. Yeah, I remember the. Yeah, I remember I the, totally would be the T-Mobile connect connectivity and stuff. That was just awful. Um, well, the they were they were giving I think three months for free. I think the one of the incentives of getting that was that they were giving a few months for free to to make it up because Apple wasn't ready for it. Right. So I remember that was definitely something they were doing. But after that, uh, the Series Three. Now the biggest thing I I, I don't like about it, the now that I'm wearing both watches at the same time. How bulky the bottom of this is uh, compared to this one. Sure, right. You know, and I can tell you, like, the difference is night and day when it comes to how flat this ring is. And it's ceramic now compared to the steel. And it just looks uh, like it's just so much bulkier now. And even the weight, like, I can feel the weight difference in it. But I'm using a stainless steel compared to, like, an aluminum. So that, that, that could be it, too. But there was just a big weight difference on this one. 
So Series Zero was just like, like I said, that model should have never came out. Now, the model that we're going to talk about next, Series Four, the one that we both have. Talk about the model they should have came out with the first time. Yeah, this now, was the Series one. Four yeah. should have been like the one uh, that they should have came out with the first time. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, this, again, I, I said on our podcast, and I'm saying again now, this is the perfect watch for me. Um, I, I don't see myself upgrading to the Series 5, and you know when the Series 6 eventually does come out, I don't see myself upgrading from the Series 4 for a long time. Uh, I currently have the Cellular model. Um, it is does everything that I want to do as a watch. Uh, I go on runs. It records all my runs. I can now play Spotify on my watch. Uh, I could connect my AirPods to it. Um, you know, I, I have that internet access because I don't like to take my phone on runs with me or when I'm out doing things. Um, you know, I just like to leave my phone, you know, when I'm at the gym, I like to leave my phone in the locker. I just have my Apple watch on me. Um, and I love that, that cellular connectivity and just how quickly it is to do so many things on, on your Apple watch, especially how they've adapted the OS as well. I have the 44 mil, 44 millimeter. Um, so it's a larger screen. Um, and now I can actually write on the, the messages out. I don't have to dictate them anymore if I don't want to dictate them um, because they've updated that OS. Um, so I have a larger screen to do that. Uh, it's just really the ideal watch for me. And also the, the, the previous model was discounted down to 249 compared to 399 It was like, okay, so now you had a choice between them. Series 4, like I told everyone, there's no reason to get it. The fall detection, the EKG, you know, they move the microphone the opposite size. It's a small thing. It made a big difference because of the speaker quality now. That was a humongous difference. The size was bigger. The glass was, like, pressed down. The the, the ceramic backing was a lot nicer to, to sit on your wrist. Yep. You know, they, they, they did a lot. The fall detection, and I talked about that, I'm sure. But I'll bring it up again. Uh, you know, and then the automatic emergency services feature. That, that to me, was, like, amazing. Now it's available for a product for somebody who may not necessarily need it. But, like, all those fall I can't get up commercials now are all Apple Watch. <laughs> Has it ever? Have you ever detected a fall on you yet? Uh, I have not. No, I. What I have detected um, is anytime that I'm watching the Houston Texans play, um, my heart rate is like off the charts. And you know when uh, when there's like either the game's coming down the wire and I'm really nervous, my heart rate skyrockets. So my watch beeps me every time, saying, "Hey, there's been a rapid increase in your heart rate." Like, you know, either slow down what you're doing or hold on yards. I get that update every time um, that I'm, I'm watching football. Uh, so it's kind of funny. It's done that when I bowled a couple times, uh, but I have fallen once and it did go off. Uh, and my wife actually, believe it or not, it's gone off on her more times than anything. Uh, I don't know why. Oh, man. But one of the big, and then the walkie-talkie feature was another big thing when they brought oh, yeah. back that next tail. Yeah, yeah. That next tail feature. So, Tim, I got to put you in my walkie-talkie because uh, we can walkie-talkie each yeah, other. Yeah, we can walkie-talkie each other. <laughs> and then the Series 5 came out, the most recent one, where they added the always-on display. Now, is that something big for you? Nope. No, it's not. But even as a runner, because I know that was like, I think runners really liked it. I mean, that was definitely our most, a very big requested feature. Also, they I didn't even know this. They added 32 gigs of storage in that watch. Oh, compared yeah, to 16 I, yeah, on the floor. 16, yeah, I didn't know that. That's that's huge. I mean, I don't use. My, I think I had still like eight gigabytes left on my Apple Watch, um, which I imagine will only be used if there is ever any software updates currently happening, um, which there always will be. But uh, yeah, the always-on display. I, again, when I'm running with my watch, I'm always 
turning the wrist to look at my screen anyway. Um, so, you know, I, I really have no complaints about it, but I could see for a more serious avid runner, they would always want that on that, uh, that display on. Um, but I, I've been okay with it. But it really does give that idea of like, you know, those traditional watch owners, you know, this really that always on display it kind of functions exactly like a traditional watch. Um, so again, that could be something that sways, you know, these traditional watch owners that are like, I'll never buy an Apple watch because I love the make and feel of a watch. Um, you know, th this definitely does take that step. And, and Series 5 also includes the, the compass feature, which, you know. Yeah. Unless you're a Boy Scout getting lost in the woods, you know, <laughs> you're not going to use it. Uh, and then they brought back ceramic again. So, again, Series 4, we didn't have that. They brought it back again from Series 3, the ceramic feature. So, really, right now, now let's talk about the prices right now of what an Apple Watch does cost. So, they sell a Series 3 starting at $199 for the GPS uh, and cellular model. So cheap. It's and so then horrible. they have the... Yeah, it's so cheap compared to what we, I paid eight hundred. It would have been eight hundred dollars for my first generation stainless steel watch that barely worked. <laughs> or if it worked, it was slow. But you remember the idea was that Apple wanted every Apple employee to get this around their wrist so they could they could show it off. Yeah, I mean, I I remember I w when I originally got hired there, I still had the fifty percent off deal. Um, so I bought, that's how I bought my first watch. And then Nike, and then of course with the series three, they do also have Nike version, uh, for the Nike faces and the Nike bands. And they got rid of series four and replaced it with series five, which I understand why they did that. They only upgraded two or three features that it didn't make any sense, but it still starts at $400 for that band. What do you think? Do you think you would go with an, what, what would you tell someone right now? They don't have an Apple watch. What is the watch to get? Apple Watch Series Three. Oh, you're you're gonna say Series Three? Yeah, I'm gonna say Series Three only because it's wow. it's just so affordable. There, I had no complaints with it at all. You can still get all the most updates with it. Um, it's it's if you want a don't want to hash out a bunch of money for an Apple Watch and just want something that's gonna be very user friendly for you and it's gonna work just as as fine as a watch and to do basic tasks on it, the Series Three is is no, a no brainer. Interesting. I'm surprised. I thought you would say something different than that. I didn't think you would go down that route. And right now, the stainless steel starts around $800. So it's still the same price as it was when the first watch came out. Still not cheap to get a stainless steel. Well, what would you recommend? I actually a Series Five. The, uh, I think there's just too many good features in the Five that make it, you know, make it so good. Now, if it was like my mother, I would recommend Series Three. But like for my wife, who would benefit from some of the features that this has, especially that she's getting older in her age and the walkie-talkie feature. Uh, like, there are just some features that this watch has that those don't. And I think there's enough of a difference between the fall detection, the EKG. You know, my wife is diabetic. You know, this, this is like, you know, to have more health benefits built into that watch is the reason why I went forward and got the series uh, four. Now, of course I had a nice discount at the time. Right, right. So that did help. <laughs> so right before I left, before I left Apple, I, I did use my big discount to get her one of those watches. So to be fair, I saved like a hundred dollars. So I, of course you're going to do that. But uh, I do want to point out um, traditionally when prior to the series four being released, um, you only had to buy what came with your watch. And what I mean by that is whatever band came with the watch mm. is the band that you That's got. You um, and that is the color. So if you wanted the aluminum silver casing with the midnight blue band, 
that's what you would get. But if you wanted the the, the you know uh, uh, space gray aluminum casing with the midnight blue band, not possible. Um, you know there's def different pairings of different colors with the different colors of the aluminum, the rose gold. Uh, you know especially with the stainless steel that you can only get certain bands with. Um, but nowadays, if you're buying an Apple Watch, you can Let's change it. Whatever you want, you can get the stainless steel with the Hermes loop. You can get it's. You, they had this thing on the website, which is awesome. It's a really cool tool called Apple Watch Studio, um, where you can interchange the different bands, um, the different the different faces, and everything like that. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I just remember how annoying it would be as an employee to explain to a customer that they couldn't exchange the uh, Apple bands out. Um, but nowadays, you can have. It's kind of your pick up your own. Boys, what's the exp expression? Pick your own pot? Well, I don't know what it is. Pick your poison. No, not pick your poison. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Well, pick your poison is technically a phrase. But uh, yeah, so you really, you have the cream of the pie. Is that what it's called? I don't know. The anyway, cream of the pie. you can pick whatever you want. The cream now. of the crop. You can customize it. Cream, cream oh of the crop. God. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, yeah, so now you can customize the watch for whatever you'd like, uh, which is pretty. You know, cool. I'm gonna crop some cream on you if you don't, if you just don't watch it. Okay. <laughs> okay, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, by the way, also the titanium version came out as well. They did have a titanium version of it, but the Apple Watch Studio is pretty cool. I will say, going through this, it makes it really easy to decide what you want to do. You just swipe left and right and just decide what what style you want. Then you pick the band that you want. It's it's really simple. And you can really get a good idea uh, of what this is going to look like. And it's easy, honestly. And then I believe, and then, of course, they have the Hermes, which, oh, don't get me started on Hermes. <laughs> like, you have to, you're just a, a super rich person if you really need that. Yeah. One. Would you tell someone about the cellular or the non-cellular? Uh, I would just tell them by non-cellular. Yeah, I, I have a non-cellular. I had no reason. Like, what was, the major reason for you was because of your workouts, Yeah, right? my workouts and stuff like that. I just want to be able to have that connectivity. And, like, when I'm just – I know I know that the gym has the Wi-Fi, um, but I typically don't connect to it. Um, so I want to be able to use my my uh, Apple Watch with my phone being in my locker. And Apple Care on the uh, Series 5, I believe, on the regular one is $79. It's, it's totally worth getting. I don't know so much on the – the, the, the third gen, I don't know if that would be worth it. Let's see. If we go on the third gen's website and I buy that version and I want to buy AppleCare with it, let's see how much that costs. If it's the same, it's 49 So it's $49, a little cheaper uh, to get uh, AppleCare on it, which, you know, would you say it's definitely worth it if you break the screen? That's for oh, sure. I 100% agree. Like Apple Watch is definitely worth buying AppleCare for only because, one, at some point, your battery probably will need to be replaced within the two years of having it. But also, if you crack this thing, you're buying a new watch, folks. It's expensive to it's, it's expensive to change. Yeah, it's $199. Sometimes $299. Yeah, it's crazy. You might as well buy it. You, it's half the cost. So you might as well protect yourself and have uh, an Apple Care protection. Plan. I wonder why it's so expensive. So let's talk about why it's so expensive i have no idea remember this is a, this is one of our only products that's not repairable we cannot do anything everything is sent out to apple so you do not go to the apple store with your apple watch to troubleshoot it because they're going to do the same thing that online does so keep that as a fact keep that as a hint yeah you know that's that's a that's a genius tip right there yep so what do you want to see in the future of the Apple Watch. Now, I know everybody wants 
the sleep feature. I know that's something everybody wants. What feature is it that you would need to switch your watch out? I don't know about feature, but I would need it to be a different watch physical body option. I would need it either to step away from this kind of square option. Maybe it's a circle, you know, maybe you want the round. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's like a round something. Uh, I don't know. Just give me an option, you know, like I, I, I won't, we've seen this, we've now seen almost six iterations of this watch. Um, you know, and I, there really hasn't been a body change besides the larger screen and a thinner, um, watch. But uh, other than that, it still stayed that traditional size. Um, so I'd like to see a different different body shape. That's a good, that's that's definitely the number one thing I was going to bring up was the the design. Have two designs, one square, one one circle. I think the circle design would be really cool. Uh, I'd be curious. I mean, it's I think it would act no different if they just how the the iPhones have different sizes, but they're proportioned the same. So that's why it's like this would be a little different in proportion size because uh, now you have to make everything round. And everything has to fit in a round environment, uh, so that's why I, I, they'd have to probably, you know, develop a, like a, a whole different OS to make that to work. I don't know, but yeah, that's a, that's probably a number one feature. And software-wise, I want custom watch faces. Ah, uh, yeah, I never even thought about that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we we need third-party watch faces to have some. We got a couple in there with Disney and Toy Story, but. I want I like I want like Star Wars ones like like and sp- special ones that do special things when you press on things. It, it'd be really cool. Uh, and even like wh- I use the infograph as my number one go to on the watch. I think that's like the best one because you have like eight things on the screen. Yeah, yeah. I I traditionally have the photo ones up. Um, so right now I have the Pixar ball, um, and it just has my calendar and the time. Um, so. You know, because I and I switch back and forth a lot. I have one of me and my girlfriend. I have one of Deshaun Watson. Um, I have one of the Toy Story, um, and then I have Mickey Mouse. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, honestly, uh, Apple Watch is probably one of the best like add-ons to a product. And honestly, it, it, again, the one ninety-nine price, it's worth getting a Series Three just to have one. Yeah. Uh, but I, I will strongly recommend that know the differences between the third and the four. And if you think $200 is a tremendous difference for you. And for me, for me going from a series zero, I, I waited, I waited, you know, I wasn't like going to jump the gun because of the speed and everything. I I was solid (laughs) on this guy and I won't get rid of this either because this is the first gen stainless steel Apple watch. I don't, it's worth absolutely nothing. I can't trade in to get a value for it. So I must just keep it, you know, and hold on to it. At least I can say I had the first something because I don't have that with the iPhone when I could have kept it or my MacBook when I could have kept it. I want to keep this watch. Yeah, I had the Series 1 and then I gave that away um, because when I bought the Series 1 a year later, so my watch history before the Apple Watch, uh, because I'm a, a runner and I was a runner in high school, I used the Nike Pro watch that they had. Uh, it was a phenomenal running watch. Um, and I had three versions of that watch. I was in on the ground floor. Uh, somehow I got some connection in Nike where they were able to give me the watch for like testing when I was in high school. And then they gave me, yeah, it was awesome, dude. Uh, that's a story for offline. Um, but then, so I had the original watch that they ever came out with. Then I had this, their second and then their third iteration of these GPS watches that they came out with. And then, uh, then I bu- when I joined Apple, I bought the new Apple Watch Series One, 
And then a year later, Nike and Apple announced their partnership of the Series 2 Nike edition of the Apple Watch. Um, and I was the first one from our store to buy it um, because I worked in back of house at the time and I knew how to work around that. Um, and so I was the first one on our store to buy it and I was the first one to open it and it was awesome. Um, back then, it was super cool to have the Nike one because you only get the Nike features with it um, opposed to the other ones. Uh, but now the Nike watch faces and stuff like that are available to all of them. Um, but at the time, it was really cool. And then now from the Series 2, I gave that to my best friend and now I have the Series 4. Wait, do you hear that sound, Tim? It's time to go. That's right. Our episode is complete. Uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us here, partially for YouTube. If you want to check out the full version of our episode, we will have the full podcast version available up on our channel. We have it on Pandora. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, of course, Tim's favorite thing. Uh, and... Uh, Google, Amazon Music, we are everywhere. So please check us out on Stitcher as well. We are available all the time and every Friday in the morning, our new episode comes out every single week. Check out our other YouTube videos that we've come out with. We did a couple of trainings and uh, we had our last week's episode as well if you want to check that out. Tim, any final words? Uh, enjoy the weekend, guys. Um, it's supposed to be nice. The If you are residing in yes. New Jersey, the parks are opening up again on, sa on Saturday. Um, so yes. I'm excited. Maybe you can help spread the coronavirus and go out together. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I want to go golfing. I also go golfing. All right. Well, I'll go mini golfing with you. Absolutely. Not mini golfing. All right, buddy. We want to thank you very much for joining us at the Think Different Podcast here on YouTube. But also thank you very much for joining us on the podcast on our audio platforms. We love every single one of you. We are happy that you joined us for half of our episode on YouTube. <laughs> and you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Peace out.